Well, a very pleasant weekend. Welcome to Moments of Assurance Worldwide. KFUO, the messenger of good news. Underwritten by Mid-American Coaches, Charters, and Tours. You can reach them on the web at mid-americancoaches.net. I'm Pastor Mark Hawkinson, your host. You can send me a tweet at any time at RevHawk or an email at mark.hawkinson at kfuo.org. I'd love to hear from you. Well, for the next 15 minutes, I'm going to share some thoughts with you about Epiphany, what it means, what happened originally, and um, how it's applicable to you today. The word Epiphany means manifestation. So it's all about, in this case, the manifestation of the gospel to the Gentiles, the case of your sins being dismissed by Jesus Christ, who took them all upon himself on Calvary's cross. It's a message that really needs to get across to the entire world. From Matthew chapter 2 come these words. Now, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. Now, you might wonder why these Gentile magi would be looking for a Jewish king? (laughs) Well, they may have been acquainted with the Old Testament prophecy from the book of Numbers. And this is from the prophet Balaam, who once wrote, I see him, but not now. I behold him, but not near. A star shall come out of Jacob, and a scepter shall rise out of Israel. So God is using Balaam to disclose his will even 1,500 years into the future. You talk about a divinely inspired book? Wow. So these wise men, these magi, they take that basic information, even though they were Gentiles. So nobody knows exactly why they caught so much interest in uh, what was coming out of the Judah tribe. But nevertheless, they were. And they wanted to find out even more about he who has been born king of the Jews and more about his star as well. So they ask about it. And the text states, when Herod the king heard this, he was troubled and all Jerusalem with him. And assembling all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. And they told him, in Bethlehem of Judah, for so it is written by the prophet, And you, O Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, for from you shall come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. So yes, how about that? This is very exciting to me. The place of Jesus' birth was foretold by the prophet Micah 500 years before Jesus even came on the scene. So once again, you can see without a doubt This is a divinely inspired, God-breathed. It's really God-breathed the book. The Apostle Paul wrote to Timothy, All Scripture is breathed out by God and is profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be competent, equipped for every good work. You cannot always trust what you read in the news. There may be some fact And there may be some fiction mixed together. So it's hard to really ascertain where the real truth lies. However, when it comes to the Word of God, there's no mixing together of fact and fiction. It's 
all fact. It's all the diction of the Holy Spirit. It's all real. Indeed, what Jesus has done for you and for me is the real deal. In John chapter 17, it says, your word is truth. So Jesus himself also has said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except by me. Question, what or whom can you trust in this world anyway? I mean, really, what or whom can you trust? The answer is nothing and no one. Ultimately, only God himself can be trusted, and Jesus Christ is God. You're tuned into Moments of Assurance Weekend. Hope that you'll stick with me here as I describe a little bit more about Epiphany and about how it applies to you today. I'm Pastor Mark Hawkinson. So as you look at Matthew chapter 2, it's obvious that Herod was threatened by Jesus and wanted him killed. And that's why he gave the order for all those male babies two years and under to be slaughtered. But meanwhile, what about those magi? What were they doing? In the meantime, the scripture states that they went on their way and behold, the star that they had seen when it rose went before them until it came to rest over the place where the child was. So obviously this was a miraculous star. This wasn't just a, a regular star that a person can look up into the heavens and see. Now this is, this is a miracle of God. When what was the Magi's reaction to this miracle of God when they saw the star? Matthew writes, when they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy. And going into the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they fell down and worshipped him. Yeah, they fell down and worshipped him. They knew and they believed who he was as the Messiah. And then opening their treasures, they offered him gifts of gold frankincense and myrrh and being warned in a dream not to return to Herod they departed to their own country by another way so as the Concordia self-study Bible states God used a dream a star and scripture to guide the magi on their way to and from Bethlehem so hey you know what the gospel of Jesus Christ is not just for Jews it's for Gentiles it's for the whole world there's no one for whom the gospel is not intended. The gospel writer John has written, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. You know what? On this blessed day, the star still shines in the hearts of all believers. Jesus once said, I am the light of the world. He who believes in me will never be in darkness or despair. If you're in that condition today, then uh, you need some of that star's light, which comes through from the gospel message. That's how it gets into your heart by the power of the Holy Spirit. You need that light. You need that hope so you can cope with anything that comes your way, even perhaps today. And you get that care you know that God cares for you. You know that he loves you. There's no lack of care when it comes to Christ and what he has done. In Scripture, Jesus is referred to as the perfect Paschal Lamb who takes away the sins of the world. That's care. That's eternal care. 
And if God cares that much to die for you, send his son to die for you and take your place by his grace, then he's going to be caring for all the other needs that you have as well for this new year 2018. Good news for you as a Christian, it means there's an eternal destination for you as well to look forward to. And that fact is confirmed by the words of Jesus himself. He's the one who once said, he who lives and believes in me will never die. So indeed, in Jesus Christ, you have a never die destination today. Faith in him and in what he has done assures that destination will occur for you. Author John Dyer has stated, a man may go to heaven without riches, without honor, without learning, and without friends, but he can never go there without Jesus Christ. I pray he, namely Jesus, is in the very center of all that you do and say this very day and throughout the new year. You're listening to Moments of Assurance Weekend. I'm Pastor Mark Hawkinson talking about Epiphany. Did you know that a remarkable copy of the Constitution of the United States is in Washington, D.C.? Well, at first glance, it appears to be a confusion of irregular lines and unusual lettering. However, visitors who look at it closely suddenly see the face of George Washington looking up at them, the lines and the lettering forming a good likeness of the father of our nation. So consider this. Just as George Washington shines throughout all the history of the United States, so Jesus Christ in a much higher way shines throughout the entire Bible. Indeed, the scriptures are all about Jesus from Genesis to Revelation. And that's because he's the point of the Bible. The Holy Spirit works through the word and makes that point come alive for you, your life on this earth. Hey, it's not about you. If it is, you're going to miss the point. When you go to the word of God, you're going to get the point. And the point is, St. Paul has written, for it is by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not because of works, lest any man should boast. So, hey, salvation is a gift. It's not earned. It's not deserved. It's just given. Because you're forgiven. The result, a one-way ticket to heaven. Hey, you've got it. You possess it. It's yours in your baptism, that one-way ticket, that guarantee. You have a union with Jesus Christ so that what he did, you do. Just as he died, well, someday you're going to end up in the grave. But just as he rose, you're going to rise. You have to because he's already risen and you've got a union with him. Jesus said, because I live, you will live also. Wow. I'm talking to you this morning about epiphany, which means manifestation, in this case, of the gospel to the Gentiles, uh, to the whole world. And I've shown you already today how the scriptures beautifully fulfill themselves. For instance, the words of the prophet Micah, foretelling the exact location where Jesus was to be born. And of course, Isaiah 7:14, where the text states that Jesus would be born of a virgin. And how about those magi? who had come from the east bringing gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. It is thought that these three gifts the Magi brought to the child Jesus were selected for their spiritual symbolism about Jesus. Gold representing his kingship. Frankincense, well, that was a symbol of his priestly role. And myrrh, a prefiguring of his death. These were indeed gifts fit for a king 
Now, we can't say for sure that's the way it is, but you, know, you can certainly uh, conjecture that. Because, uh, indeed, they were gifts fit for a king. In this case, the king of kings and the lord of lords. Okay, so what about all of this? How does what happened, that first epiphany, apply to you and to me in 2018? The gospel writer John has written these words. The true light which enlightens everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made through him. Yet the world did not know him. He came to his own, and his own people did not receive him. But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become the children of God, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. So, hey, to all who received him, they get to be children of God. The message of Epiphany, get it out, shout it out, disseminate it, express it, tell it before it's too late. Did you know that in a downtown section of St. Paul, Minnesota, some years ago was a church known as the People's Church? It was filled with throngs of expectant worshipers. Well, one night that old church caught fire. Before the firemen could extinguish the blaze in the sub-zero temperatures, a large part of the church had been burned, and it seems an eight-foot-sized statue of Thorvaldson's appealing Christ had occupied a central place at the altar. During the blaze, it had fallen into the basement and by some miracle was undamaged. After the ruins had cooled, the firemen placed the statue of Christ with arms outstretched on the sidewalk beside the church. The next morning, the throngs that passed by, most of whom had never been inside the church, saw the figure of Christ in a gesture of gracious invitation. St. Paul wrote, we are ambassadors for Christ, God making his appeal through us. So you do the inviting, the Holy Spirit will take care of everything else. Appreciate you being along for Moments of Assurance weekend. St. Paul wrote, brethren, the time is short. That means the message is urgent. Tell somebody about Jesus Christ today. That's Epiphany, the gospel to the Gentiles, to the whole world. You do the inviting, the Holy Spirit takes care of the converting, of the sustaining through the precious and holy word of God. Thanks a lot for being along for Moments of Assurance weekend. You've been listening to Moments of Assurance, produced by Worldwide KFUO. Moments of Assurance is underwritten by Mid-American Coaches, mid-americancoaches.net. To learn about giving opportunities, call Mary at 314-996-1518. Or you can make a gift safe, secure, and easily online at kfuo.org. Thank you for listening and supporting Moments of Assurance on Worldwide KFUO.